Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you have been with us for a... You know that there's only like two people. Two people. And this was the first person that had their own intro music. Keep it going there a little bit there. There's a little bit there. And we don't have Mon as much as we'd like to. We couldn't be happier that he's joining us this morning. I want to welcome back Russell Baxter as we get ready to talk NFL. Hey, Russell. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm trying to figure out who the other person is. Uh, the other person is... It's somebody he knows. He knows Chris? No, he, well, he knows he knows D-Led. Okay, well, it's D-Led. Okay, he's, well, the third D- person. D-Lando Ledbetter. Yeah, D-Led, Atomic Dog. Oh, Hall of Fame voter, if, if memory serves me correct. Oh, Russell, <laughs> Russell, hang on a second. Listen, I don't want to bury the lead here. You brought it up. Do you know, since you have talked to us last, that we've got another right. Hall of Fame voter? Mr. Crenshaw has been asked to be a part of, and he will be putting together the first Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame with, I don't know how many other voters Ooh. there are, but Sam has been brought in because of his knowledge and expertise, and just because he's Sam Crenshaw, he is going to be voting on not just the inaugural class, but from however long he's sucking, as long as he's breathing air. So that's happened since you talked to us last. He's a Hall of Fame voter, Russell. What do you think of that? I, I think that's impressive. I think it's a huge responsibility, and it's for me, uh, one day I'd like to be a pro football Hall of Fame voter, and I would consider that the peak of my career. Um, yep. So, Sam, that's that's great news. And uh, obviously with your knowledge and so on, you will be very, very thorough. Now, are you going to put you and Greg in first? or do you have a- <laughs> <laughs> Well, my, qu- my, my thing is with Sam, and this is what he and the other uh, people who are voting grapple with, you have to suspend everything that you know about – what these particular players did in college and some in the pros because it's all about high school. And I'll give you the mm-hmm. one example that comes to mind is the, the one that we usually bring up around here in Atlanta is that when they were coming out of high school, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, beat out Hall of Famer <laughs> Calvin Johnson for Georgia High School Player of the Year. So do you put – Well, that's easy. You put a, that's easy. You put them both in. Well, Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the uh, same time, or is it one going before the other? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, and, and, I, I, you I know, it, it depends on how big the class was, too, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. That's Do you true. have like a limit? You know, because Hall of Fame kind of has like a limit and stuff like that. The Pro Football Hall of Fame is, is there a limit, Sam? Well, for the very is first a, one, is, is there? Is this the first? Is this a first time thing? Is this an inaugural class? This is an inaugural class. So the inaugural class will be a bit larger 
than the normal classes would be going forward. So this was well in in 1963 when the Pro Football Hall of Fame had its inaugural class, they put in 17 people. Wow. Okay. Is where 17 folks? That's a big and being that, that had to be very hard to do even in '63 to weed to weed it down to 17. That's pretty well, tough. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, remember, it's not just players; it's coaches and contributors and and all that as well. So, yeah, uh, but for, remember, in 19 by 1963, the NFL had already been 43 years old. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I'm sure Hallis went in. I can't remember, but I would imagine Hallis and I'm pretty sure he was. In, I'm pretty sure he was inaugural class. I, I I could not do the inaugural class off the top of my head. Somebody like Sammy Ball, I would think, would be in there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe Don Hudson. Uh, I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm sure I could dig it up for you and all that. But no. um, there were listen a lot of legendary players. It's so funny because um, you, you see your share of people who only like to recognize the Super Bowl era. And I understand the the Super Bowl era is now 56 years old, but the pre Super Bowl era was 46 years old. And you know, people well they played in leather helmets and they only had eight teams. Well, why do you think the league is thirty-two teams now? I mean, you know, thirty-two teams that weren't for the eight or ten or twelve teams and the mergers and the the Browns and the Forty ers and the Colts joining from the AAFC in the nineteen sixty merger. It's evolvement. You just don't all of a sudden in nineteen twenty say, Here, hey, here's thirty-two football teams, let's all play. Yeah. And the crazy part about all of this is and, and we got some questions for you with the NFL next, but I can't think of another sport where the college and the pro level flip sides because prior to the NFL blowing up the way it has, it was all about college football in this country. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. Well, the, the reason I, I want to tell you guys is the reason that the 1958 NFL title game between the Colts, Colts. and the Giants mm-hmm. it, it is often referred to as the greatest game ever played was a, it was the first overtime game, but B it was an exciting game, and it really put pro football on the map. Okay, now that's 1958 for a league that had been around 1920. In the early days, it was almost like a barnstorming league. In the early days, remember, the postseason for the NFL didn't start until the early 30s. So they awarded champions in a different way and so on. College football, it, it, you know, the, the great players from college, uh, the huge – listen, you still have stadiums. In college football, many stadiums that hold more than pro stadiums. Right. Very much, very much, folks. We're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline. We're great to have Russell Baxter with us, and he is social. Yes, he is. You can find him on Twitter at BaxFootballGuru, at BaxFootballGuru. Uh, Russell, glad you're with us right now. Thoughts about some things that, that are taking place this offseason with these teams uh, and some movement around, especially some people like Tariq Hill, some people we weren't expecting to be moving around in different places. Talk about how this is like maybe changing the landscape a little bit of what we can expect going into the fall. Well, what's been interesting about this offseason, listen, we've seen some quarterback changes, obviously, uh, Russell Russell Wilson being the the highlight and so on. But uh, someone said to me last month about, you know, these quarterbacks being empowered. And I and, and I think. Now I look at the league and I see it's it's more than quarterbacks. It's all positions being empowered. Um, the wide receiver movement this offseason was was crazy. Um, it, to me, in, in some ways, the Tyreek Hill trade to Miami was more surprising than the Devontae Adams trade to Las Vegas. Um, and then you saw Christian Kirk get a lot of money, and now you see teams almost afraid to sign their young player to that fourth-year deal 
um, I'm sorry, to that 50-year deal, uh, which is why we saw A.J. Brown uh, traded to the Eagles, uh, waiting for him to ask for big money. So um, it, that changed the landscape. What won't change the landscape is no matter how many, how many of these skilled people trade positions, um, trade teams, uh, 10 head coaching changes, yada, 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 by the end of the year, someone's going to have to play some pretty good defense to win a Super Bowl. Um, and for all of the Cincinnati Bengals got to the, the offense, I'm sorry, got to the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line talk, um, I offset with uh, who spent more time in the Cincinnati Bengals backfield in the second half of the Super Bowl? Yeah, a, Joe Burrow, B, Aaron Donald, or C, Von Miller? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Russell Baxter joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. You brought up quarterbacks. Speak to the uh, fans here in Atlanta whose bottom lip is still out about Matt Ryan landed in Indianapolis and what kind of performer you think he's going to be up there. Well, listen, he's one of the most productive quarterbacks in NFL history. I mean, you, 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 that's simply put. Um, the numbers bear it out. Uh, there's always going to be that stigma of uh, the, the, the loss in Super Bowl 51, um, which I, it, to me gets hung much more on him um, than should. Uh, you know, I, I saw his offensive coordinator turned head coach find himself in a similar situation with the 49ers, and it, it kind of went the same way. Um, and I don't have to explain to you guys that Atlanta's defense has been a disappointment for even when Dan Quinn was there. Okay. Uh, they've yet to discover a pass rush, a consistent one. Uh, I believe they were dead last in the league in sacks again this past season. So um, Matt Ryan is w- what I would call the consummate pro. Um, he's going into a situation where Chris Ballard, Chris Ballard's been the GM. Will you hear this? Chris Ballard's been the GM and a good GM for the Colts since 2017. He will open the season with his six different starting quarterback in as many years as he's been there. Yep. Wow. Yep. I mean, that, I mean they, some will say, well, they haven't been able to replace Andrew Luck. No, they haven't been able to replace Peyton Manning. That's really what it comes down to. So I think he'll be fine up there. He's got the NFL's leading rusher um, in Jonathan Taylor. He's an offensive line. It's regarded as one of the best, although it took some hits uh, the last couple of years. Um, and they lost a really good guard and Mark Lewinsky who went to the Giants. So, but they also made some very interesting deals on defense. They have Stefan Gilmore now. Um, and, you know, Chris Bauer does a good job with that team. They just need a little stability at quarterback. And Matt Ryan gives you stability. Hasn't missed a hell of a lot of games uh, during his career. Um, I was actually writing a piece about um, – Matt Ryan in Chicago. Are, are, are you familiar with this one, guys? No, was that? No, oh, okay. Well, do you remember when um, it was Ryan Pace was the GM for the Bears, and he hired Matt Nagy, yeah. right? Don't remind me. Okay, so that's Matt and Ryan, right? Oh. Oh. Okay, so what happened this offseason? The Bears got a new GM named Ryan Poles, and he hired – Matt Eberfluss. <laughs> yeah, so well, it's Matt Ryan again. 
So, well, who's going to have the better year, Matt Ryan in Chicago or Matt Ryan in Indianapolis? Listen, speaking for Chicago and Bears fans everywhere, just give us a quarterback. I mean, we got to go back to the 40s where us any kind of stability at that position. So the list of well, quarterbacks. Well, for the longest time, they, for the longest time, they did not have a Pro Bowl quarterback. No. Um, and, and listen, because uh, – because of the conditions and, the, and how the, the team is run and the, the stability and um, and philosophy and so on, this is, this is a team that does not put up a lot of prolific numbers. In fact, uh, this is now true. They are the only franchise in the NFL, the Bears, whose leading rusher all time is the same as its all-time leading pass catcher, and that's Walter Payton. Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Stay right there. I'm staying out of this one because I get I get the sweats and things. No, Russell. Before you let you go, thoughts about where we live here. Of course, we're going through a quarterback change, but to me, a lot of it happened because the guy came back to work down in Tampa Bay. Um, talk a little bit about a snapshot about our, our division now. Um, we got Marcus Mariota, but Brady's back down in Tampa. Seems like Jameis is is going to be the guy in New Orleans. Don't know what they're going to do up in Carolina. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do in Carolina, too. They, they keep on seeming to be biting their tongue as much as anything else, whether they're going to make a Baker Mayfield move and so on. And ironically, that would be there with Sam Darnold. I mean, 2018, Baker was the first pick, and Darnold was the third pick and so on. What To me, the Falcons and the Bears uh, seem to be the two teams that are signing every wide receiver possible. Um to join their team. The Falcons have a slew. And I understand obviously with the Falcons, with the Calvin Ridley situation. And I mean, was it all that long ago that it was Julio Jones and, and Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage and, and now they're all gone. So yeah. um, you're going to have to get Marcus Mario to some, some help. I obviously they invested the third round pick in Desmond Ritter. Um, so obviously that's a long-term solution and so on, but hopefully they can get their decent, defense figure out the thing I'm most excited about with the Falcons has to do with the Saints so hear me out here for a second do you remember the 2015 NFL draft the first overall pick was Jameis Winston the second overall pick was Marcus Mariota they actually faced each other in their first NFL games now they will face each other two times a year and for the season opener that's the season opener this time it will be the Saints Talk about you mean talk about coming full circle? Yeah, really? I mean that's that's I mean that's Marty McFly in the flux capacitor right there. There you go. <laughs> and, and and speaking of which, this is a good way to put a tail on us because you got to come back and join us again, Russell, because we jumped in our our old DeLorean and we got our Saturday show back. So Sam and Greg, Saturday and Sunday mornings. We realize you have other commitments, but as best as possible, would you would you make an effort to come back and join us when season starts? Absolutely. <laughs> When Sam called the other day, I was I was excited to come on. I was like, "Oh yeah, I can definitely do Sunday this week." So, okay. yeah, some things are, are definitely out of my control and so on. But no, I love coming on with you guys. So, well, we appreciate it, man. We talk NFL. There's a few better than Russell Baxter, man. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend, and thank you again for joining us. Thanks, Russell. All right, talk to you guys soon. All right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.